Evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. She's nine o'clock on a Friday night, and we are here till about 10.30. It's Talkback with Fane and Sophia. Sophia, how's it going? Well, really well. Excellent. Good day? Yeah. I forgot it was Friday. Well, uh, it's open line talkback tonight, so basically anywhere you want to take the show, you can. Uh, we're going to give three people uh, the opportunity to win a $25 voucher to Midnight Gardener in Ponsonby, uh, but this is a bit of a twist. All you do is appear on the show, just press the link on the uh, on our post, uh, and I'm going to put the okay, link actually in the comments as well. And then you click on the link, you join us on the show for some open line talkback, and then, hey, presto, we'll flip heads or tails whether you're going to win that $25 voucher. Yeah, it's a little bit stingy. And anybody who goes um, messages us uh, this t- tonight also goes in the draw for a uh, 12-pack of lava pies. And guess what? All the lover pies have been sent out, so they're on couriers, guys. So I'm very happy about that. A new Friday tradition. His yes. name is uh, Benny Mack, and he's our Friday fact checker. Welcome to the show, uh, mate. How are you? Great, great, great. Do you read me loud and clear? Loud and clear, Benny. Beautiful. Hey, I'm hyped. I mean, 12-pack of lover pies. Man, yeah. oh, man. You know, that's an essential service. Damn, damn straight. That's an essential service. Check out service. that library you're rocking. I am. Well, yeah, as, as as you guys introduced me, it's Friday fact-checking. I'm here. I'm doing the fact-checking. I've got the checkboard here. I'm checking it. It's like a checkpoint. This is the point where the facts come in. They go through me. I run them through the Walnut Library. Things happen. <laughs> okay. How about another end of fact? Excellent. You come in and out of the show, Benny, and um, just give us a bit of a, a thumbs-up. When you want to come back in, if you see that there is a fact that needs to be checked. Okay, I'll be here. Affirmative. Copy that caller. Thank you. Hi, Adam. See you in a second. Adam Corbett, uh, he's a winner of our uh, Love of Pies. He's saying, what up, team? You know, we we need a DJ in here or something on a Friday, you know? Of course. Adam, jump on. Yeah. Jump on and say hey. Look who else is here. Steve McGinnis. Steve. Romeo. Old Steve the Romeo, if you didn't catch it last night. Steve's a bit of a hot ticket on our uh, Love Songs Till Midnight style dating service that we, uh, well, it's not really a dating service. I think everybody rejected everybody else, but it was a fantastic time. Um, what's everyone doing tonight? Please let us know by commenting just on our post, the comments there, or appear on screen. Um, can I just bring you back in? Um, was Steve a bit of a heartthrob Romeo there, uh, Benny Mac, the fact checker on last night's show? Yep. Uh, yep, got a lot of feedback um, coming through over the last uh, 24 hours, and we got a lot of um, basically, uh, we've got on the fact here 74% coming through as Silver Fox. Some good numbers there. Yeah. Thank you very and much. And with the story. rest of the numbers are just going out as um, uh, grubby old man. But I think that <laughs> I think 74 is good. That's Pretty a nice. one in anyone's book. Yeah. Thank you very much. We'll call on you very shortly. What is everybody doing? Adam Corbett here. What? <laughs> How do you know that? Did your wife just have a baby? I, please, Lord, tell me you have not put that woman through sex after just delivering your child. 
No. Please. I'll tell you what. There is a story behind this, Sophia. Um, this week, some grub uh, brought his young girlfriend into the hospital uh, bed. You know, the uh, they went at it and some old fella complained. Okay, COVID. good. Because I thought Adam wouldn't do that. Adam is a sweetheart. Adam is a loving father of three. Yeah. And I just don't watch the news. The news freaks me out sometimes. I can't, I, I, like, I can't take it all on. It's a little bit too much. It's very intimidating for you, isn't it, the news? It's not intimidating. I just I feel it very deeply. I get really upset. And then I start, yeah. you know, and I've got so much to do. I can't be thinking about all that stuff all the time. I get nothing done. Uh, what do we got here? Josh Owens, uh, thank you very much for your text here, Josh. Lawn Warrior in the house. Come He's on. referring to himself. If I remember correctly, Josh had a lawn mowing business and or garden related. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Welcome back. Oh, look who it is. Hey. Our sponsor. Look oh, Lukey Luke. What's happening? Yeah. Um, so Luke went to some big wig meeting today. I was wondering mm. if our uh, Benny, if you're listening and you're monitoring, you could fact check a meeting that went down with the Minister of Finance today regarding hospitality. If you can do some back work on that, that'll be amazing. But I think if Luke, are, if you are watching, if you can come in and tell us how that meeting went and uh, is there going to be any grey area for you guys to operate in Delta 2, do let us know. I'm, I'm very interested. Um, tonight it is all about what you guys want to talk about. So just the link, let me put it in the actual comments, jump on, and there's an opportunity for you guys to, uh, again, uh, score a $25 voucher from Midnight Garda when she all kicks back into, um, you know, play. I can't wait to get a coffee. I can't wait. It's going to be so nice. Just oh, it is going to be nice. Normal yes. life, you know, and then you easily take it for granted in like two weeks. You're like, ah, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Lockdown, what? Um, you know, the weird thing about this is that we um, we had the link and it was put in actually out there and uh, in, in on the post, but the link kind of disappears when we go live. So it looks like I'm going to have to actually go and find that link and, and do that. Uh, what's the update? On the oh, lots of grey. Okay, let's, let's bring our, uh, our fact checker back in now. Uh, Benny, what's the deal with that hospitality meeting that went down? Okay, so uh, we've got the document here. Um, so if you want to switch to the document, I will uh, bring it up and you'll be able to re- read the main body of the text. Oh, yeah. But it looks like Luke's done the, the good job and he's um, basically oh, wow. made the finance minister turn heel and release more oh, funds cool. into the stream. So you what? Luke's going to get some more money. Uh, everyone's getting more money, and we've got Luke to thank. So, if, okay, hold on. So this is interesting. So businesses struggling through lockdown can apply for more one-off resurgence supports. When? When, 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 when? when? Cause, this is uh, an article from five hours ago. So this oh, is excellent. actually uh, they're saying so, that they're, they're, they're making the biggest payout that they've made since this whole malarkey began. Let's go down to the second body of the text. Okay, next Friday. Okay, so anyone getting another resurgent support payment, put it in your diary. Friday, September 17, jump on the IRD website, frantically fill in all your forms and send it away. Yeah, quite right. Get in there and make sure that you fill out the right one because it's bloody 
confusing. You Isn't know, it? there's the individual one, then there's the business sole one. Trader. Yeah, it's all over the show. Make sure you try. If you're if you're a sole trader, you should get, be getting almost two grand. You shouldn't be getting the the, the twelve hundred or the fourteen fifteen. That's I don't right. know. It's Hi, a bloody Jody. it's a bloody nightmare. But uh, those are the facts. Hey, that's a great way to sign out those there, mate. Those are the facts. Fantastic. Thank that you. Very much. Sign off. Can I um, just raise, if anyone's getting the wage subsidy as well, um, I believe that they close the second wage subsidy support payment, or whatever it is called, next Wednesday or Thursday. So it's open now. If you've got one but you need to get another one, Go and do it now on the uh, my MSD thing. Okay. Now I just had a message from Luke. He's saying no one can see the link. The link is now in the post. So refresh your phone or browser, and I'll put it in the comments. So this is what the link looks like to jump okay. on here with us tonight. If you make it on here, we're going to flip a coin. You could win a twenty-five dollar voucher to Midnight Garden, which does the best dumplings in Auckland, or one of the best anyway. So there you go. Uh, what else we got here, Josh? Owen says council workers can cut grass at level four, but not us lawn warriors. Hot topic. Join us, Josh, and let us know. I believe that's a spicy topic. Yeah, very. Oh, are you saying a spicy topic? Hold the line there, caller. Here we go. Boy, oh boy. Spicy, spicy. That is a spicy one, isn't it? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Josh, um, jump on if you can, should you have the urge. We do have someone here. Uh, we're going back to New South Wales now, a listener uh, dialing in. Uh, Tom joins us from Halo Dining. How are you, Tom? All right, mate? Tom, good Very evening. Well, thanks, Sophie. Very How good. are you? Yeah, good, good. Getting our lives sorted over here, just moved house. All oh. right, you're in the new house. Awesome, mate. Excellent. What's it like? What are you feeling? Uh, well, well, exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of part of the deal of moving house. That's true. Yeah. But, and but, what, but the wife's unpacking, you're having some wine and sitting on the couch on your phone? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, we've had some good news here in New Zealand. Uh, we've got some more money. We squeeze some more money out of the government, and it looks like hospitality uh, have got some more funding coming their way um, to top them up because we've got this Delta Two. We may be moving down to in a couple of uh, weeks, yeah, yeah. and uh, you can't have more than fifty people in the in the in the premise on premise, and everyone's going to have masks. So that's going to set hospitality back in, in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, big time. So they're going to give the so, hospitality some more money, yeah. So, so hospitality uh, venues in in New Zealand, the 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 diners have to wear masks. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. How do you eat? I think you, you just pull it. Ah. sort of. <laughs> you pull it to the side. <laughs> I tried to pull mine up the other day and it was, you know, when you like pull it down because you're doing something and I thought, I'll just put this and it was just like, it smacked me in the face. It was awful. Imagine trying to eat and control this thing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds a bit crazy. It's so we're, we're, we've, uh, we've got new news in the last few days. Um, 
it looks like we're coming out of lockdown with the 70% in New South Wales, at least, anyway, <clears throat> in some time in October. But it's one per foot. Uh, we're going to have one per four square metres uh, in restaurants, which which is pretty devastating for, for business owners, I think. You know, it's pretty hard to um, to operate a business when you, you know, you've got a quarter capacity, basically. Mm. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but, I mean, they, they must be happy just to have some money walking through the door, right? Uh, yes. I, I call it cash flow, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's where Halo Dining comes in. And uh, we, got it. Yeah, we need to find somebody in New Zealand to take it up and, and run with it uh, and, and extend the dining room outside of the restaurant. Yes. Right, yes. So for those of you who weren't here last night, Tom Rutherford is a chef and has worked in many fine dining restaurants with Michelin stars and, from all accounts, a fantastic chef at that. He's designed an app called the Halo Dining app, which basically brings restaurant food into your home. If you had a dinner party of, let's say, 20 people at your house, you could all jump on the app, select what you'd like from any of the restaurants, and you all get your individual order and you can enjoy together. Would that be a, an accurate summation? Absolutely, Sophie. You've done you, you've done some research. There you go. <laughs> this is great. All right. Well, we know a couple of. Uh, uh, well, no, you know, I've heard of a couple of top uh, chefs over here, uh, but we can certainly help you pitch the idea and uh, and get them going. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I think, sure. I, mean, I mean, the thing about Halo, it's it's a bit like Uber. It's a mm-hmm. bit like Airbnb. Um, it can be in any town. Any country, anywhere in the world. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and we're, mm. we're refining the app uh, relentlessly currently, so so we're, we're in a pretty good shape with it, actually. Who does the <laughs> delivery service? Have you got a partner with that? No, or? No, 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 no. So this is the restaurant. So the restaurant sends their chef and their waiter, mm-hmm. essentially, um, depending on the style of restaurant, to somebody's house. Yep. Cooks and serves, cleans up, comes comes back to the restaurant and packs it up. So it's a very it's a very localized um, um, situation, and the spend uh, the spend for the restaurant is much higher than you'll ever get in the restaurant. Okay. Yeah, it's really interesting. A really interesting. Um, uh, it's a catering model, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Totally. Mate, we have got to push on with another guy. We've got Luke Keller who's coming in. He's just spoken to the Minister of Finance about all this. Uh, he was yep. at this big meeting today. But um, come back um, after 10. Uh, it's going to get a little bit crazy a little later on tonight, so jump back on if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, mate. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, caller. Hello, man of the hour. How are you, mate? Oh, it's been a busy, busy afternoon. So that's why I'm drinking this great product here, Storm Gin. It's a local you product. You said you only drank on Tuesday. And Fridays. <laughs> Good idea. Storm Gin looks nice. Have, I, cool. have I frozen? 
No, no, this is a great job. It's a bit of a citrusy, and I actually add that storm gin to with this East Imperial grapefruit soda. I've had a couple of those tonight, but I've had a busy day today, saying I, I mostly just call me Mr. Politician. Yeah, I mean, you've been um, spread right across all the um, the news, the Herald stuff, etc. cetera. Uh, you've um, been leading the fight uh, for hospitality in the country, doing a little bit better than the um, Restaurant Association Hospitality uh, Association, by the What's the latest? Well, I've actually been doing better than the National Party, actually, mate. It's yeah. Actually, it's actually um, it's quite embarrassing, actually, how the – I've actually lost a lot over the last couple of days how politics work. All it is is about taking voters away from voters, which is a shame, which is yeah. an absolute shame because actually it's, it's, it becomes a political thing rather than an actual, actual thing. So, I mean, we've got, in Auckland here, we are losing thousands and thousands of dollars. Yes, I'm going to say to you, we have made thousands and thousands of dollars. But that's yes. never. We've spent that. It's called that's being what, in business, isn't it? It's, it's about being business. And I'm being real here. I'm being absolute real here. Okay. We yeah. are going to lose thousands, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars. Because it costs me every day. It costs, well, it costs me every week probably about $8,000 to stay alive. So I'm actually mm-hmm. Chipping in, chipping in, chipping in. It's just not me. It's the retail industry as well. It's the milkman. It's the florists. It's the cleaners. It's the X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. It's just not me. We're all losing. So this is our sort of thing pushing against uh, the uh, political sort of regime, you could say. So it's um, um, the Prime uh, Minister was like, he wasn't having a bar of you uh, the first day you put it out. Two days like, ago. No way. You guys have had it good for so long. You've had your bars open longer than any bars in the bloody world. Now you're coming back and saying you're not going to pay your GST. That ain't going to fly. We're not going to show you any kind of mercy. So what have you What what have you got out of them? Hey, Stane, you tell me. Mm-hmm. Who is longest standing GJ on Ponsby Road? Well, it's me. Yeah. It's- so I've paid, you've paid your GST, I've paid my GST on you. So let's just keep moving forward. It's a bit, what's, what's hospitality about? When you walk into my restaurant, which is Midnight Gardener, what is, is it about? Yeah. Is this a quiz? Just tell me what is it about. What is it when you step across my doorstep, what is it about? Um, service. Sophia, what do you think, then? I see uh, a garden. I see a, uh, a place for people to come together and have some uh, some food, drinks. Uh, it's got. I love it that it's outside. It's unique. It's different. It's, yes, it um, has a roof. I like the Christmas tree. Yeah, the Christmas I think you like, I'm, I'm going to stop you there because you're missing a point. Hospitality right. is the emotions business. Right. You've had a bad day at work. I'm going to go to Midnight Gardener and going to have a beer. I'm going to th- I'm going to forget my day of work. I'm actually going to go in there and have a drink and go. Oh, I had a tough day today, and I'm going to see a waiter or a waitress and go. Oh, have a chat to me and give me some positivity. I am changing your mindset at your day to day. We are in the emotions business. When you get your dumplings at Midnight Gardener, you go. Oh wow, they taste so good. It's not about the, uh, looking at the trees and the plants and the hot staff. We're in the emotions business. That is what hospitality is all about. Well, you're, you're a kind of a therapy, aren't you? 
100% we're a therapy and we're a paid therapy. But what happens now is we've been four, four weeks in lockdown and we are suffering big time. Because mm. all those people are not getting their therapy. Yeah, that's true. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder how they're taking it out, uh, maybe, you know, at home. Where well, is, I hope yeah. they're not taking it down the wrong way. I'd yeah, exactly. That's, we can't have that at all. Okay, mate, well, you've done, you've done very well. And so uh, have you made a decision? Are you going to go on for those subsidies uh, that you're going to get that's, you know, with news just broken? They're going to give you some more money. And are you going to open in Delta 2? Well, we've got the government on their back heels, I would say. We've got yeah. them. They're on their back heels. We've done our job. We're not, we, and we just keep – we uh, keep persevering. We are persevering. We want to push these guys back and back and back. Um, I've had a great conversation with Stuart Nash, uh, Grant Robertson, uh, Seymour. Is Stuart Nash a yes man anyway? Is he listening, nodding, and then going, yes, yes, I, I like what you say. We're going to do oh, absolutely oh. nothing. Can I say one thing? I had a really one-to-one phone call with Stuart today, and I actually yeah. quite – his commentary. Hey, what's that bullshit? He mean bullshitters always get caught out, right? Yeah. So, yeah, sure. he, he unless he picked up Grant Robertson didn't pick up a phone call. Seymour he picked up the phone. So I think right. the right politicians are picking up the phone. Interesting. Uh, Roberts uh, Roberts didn't pick up the phone, but Seymour did. He's been picking up phone calls left, right, and centre. He's doing the extra yards, isn't he? He's working hard. He's making oh, a play for it. Yes, I think Seymour's most popular, most the, um, uh, I'd say Seymour is a, he's a good fellow, mate. I tell you, he is working hard. Grant yeah. Robertson, hey, look, it's like the old big baker. You never buy a pie off a big baker, do you? Buy a pie off, a pie off the skinny baker. He's working hard. <laughs> He's a big baker. He looks like a big baker. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, look, Sam, I, I mean, hey, look at me. I'm doing it. You know, yeah. I'm drinking Fair. a lovely gin here. Our well, conversation. And, Do you part uh, own that gin, or it's getting a lot of air, to air time here? Oh no, that's the sponsor of the night. Last night was something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Luke is Auckland uh, to brace for many more of our favourite hospital joints to close for good after this lockdown. Do you think anyone's going under? Hey, look, we've had a good thing about is how do I say this nicely? Auckland's still in level four, right? The rest of New Zealand is in level two. And we've had the foresight of seeing. Six uh, restaurants are closed down in Wellington already, redundancies, and we're under level two. So we've got that vision of what's happening, which is terrible. And these are iconic places are closing down. So when we hit level two, we're going to see some blood on the table. And we're going to see blood on the table in mentally, financially, and new business going forward. And it's just not us, Thane. Once again, I'm not going to say this again. It's just not us as hospitality. It's the laundry guys, the fruiterer. It's the it's the X, Y, Z. It's the small people who support the hospitality, who provide the hospitality, that give the customers, which are you, a fantastic experience. Can I ask uh, a question? What's your beef with Leo Malloy? 
Old Leo O'Malley, what's happening there? You guys sometimes online have these little dust-ups. But what, is that just for show? You're getting some headlines? I mean, you know, because it's pretty competitive out there and you're going to rise above all the noise. Or is there something deeper that we don't know about? Well, have you seen the movie The Gangs in New York? Yeah. Yes. How the gangs in New York behind the scene, they all combine. I am Luke Dello from Ponsonby. Leo Malloy is Leo Malloy from the Viaduct. XYZ from Kingsland. XYZ is from Browns Bay. We are combining as a group to fight this board. Leo and Beloy and I, have, we've had our little dust-ups before, but it's like an old fight behind the old bike sheds. Mm. You know, have a little fight behind the old bike sheds and you have a biffo. One wins, one loses. But you know what? The next day, we can eyeball the eyeball each other and we can actually have a good laugh about things. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you, can, you guys can do that. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got new glasses. I've not seen these glasses on you before. But you're looking are they blue look light glasses? Oh, these no. These are my uh, my 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 computer glasses. And oh, yes. uh, mm. how do I look, guys? Yeah, good. What's happened like on the uh, side like of your beard, though? There's this chunk missing on one side, or is that the light? I think it's grey. No, oh, no it's oh, the it's light. Gray. No, that uh, on the left side. What side your left? That uh, side. Yeah. Hey, don't I, put I, it on I, me. May I talk hey. about it, Sophia? May. Eh? May I talk about beards? Of course you can talk about beards. Where do I shave? Because I got told I shave under the jawline. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I don't have a beard. I can't answer that. But, hey, hold on. I get this every time. There he is. Now, I used to, back in the old days, like, you know, late 90s, have this thing that used to come down to about here. Terrible. Because if you've got a fat face, it just emphasizes a fat face. So now I grow my beard right up to much, pretty up over here, and then I kind of like curve it under. Now, if you you have a slender uh, neck, it yeah. really helps. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, so like me, I've got a quite a slender neck. Yeah, I? I think you've kept it at a good spot. That yeah, looks I, accurate. Am I looking like a slim gazelle? Yeah, you are actually. I yes, thought, yeah. oh, Jesus, you look completely different. Just you like in your t-shirt. kg, Sophia, and I did Dry July, which I'm going to recommend everyone that's listening tonight to do Dry July because it's a fantastic experience I've never done in 35 years of drinking. Mm, you know what? I highly you recommend. Oh, sorry, sorry Dane, I can't see you. You being um, 15, 16 um, kegs lighter, you're looking more like the guy off the TV. What's his name? Simon Dello. You actually look a little like Simon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, or Wendy Petrie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what a winning smile. Hey, let's um, – I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're just going to run through – Uh, first comment I want to hold there for a second. I want to bring back uh, Benny Mac, our Friday fact checker. Um, did you pick up in anything, any intel in that conversation uh, from a fact checking point of view? We got a huge amount of intelligence coming through in that last conversation. A few things that I picked up is that al- uh, alpha male, uh, Luke Dallo, is at now an alpha male. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, he's dropped sixteen kegs and he's become. 
basically that that gin sculling alpha male that everyone's afraid of. And um, <laughs> Imperial Craft a great drink. That's that's a fact. And um, the, David Seymour, of course, he's got. He's, of course, he's always working. He's a single man. Um, I think we need to get him on the show. We need to of get course. him. Of um, I think uh, it's all happening down here in the Walnut Library. Fantastic. Thank you very much, mate. I'm just going to bring uh, back um, Luke Taylor to the conversation. Luke, um, you have got David Seymour's phone number. I wonder if you could uh, message him and see if you'd like to appear on my show tonight, or was that a little unprofessional? No, absolutely. We could say David Seymour. Well, you Nashy in there, we get whatever. Hey, I'll bring okay. them all up. Go on, man. Fantastic. Um, I'm just quickly going over our uh, feedback, everybody. Uh, Karina Richards says tonight, transmutation is a requirement after absorbing or compiling draining energies regularly throughout the day. So that means get you know, on the piss in a bar. Uh, what else have we got here? Too many people picking up on synthetic electromagnetic frequencies and dwellings there. Thank you again, uh, Karina. More feedback here. What do you think about passports to dine uh, mm. like they do in Europe? What do you think about that, Luke? Have you got any? I I'll repeat Luke's that. Are you now? on a phone call? Is he busy texting? Yeah. Um, what do you think about that uh, last message? What do you think about passports to dine like they do in I've Europe? Repeat that completely. Okay. Um, the Robin writes, what do you think about passports to dine like they do in Europe? Yeah, that's, an inter- uh, that's an interesting status there, is that I believe that if you're looking after your community, you should be vaccinated, right? Mm. Hey, look, and maybe um, if you're not vaccinated, you should wear a, like a little... Uh, golden star on his chest or something like that. Just oh, that. Lord. No, 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 no. Back up the truck. You're as bad as Thane. Hold, 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 the line. hold the line for a second. Let's go back to the fact checker here. Uh, Benny, Benny. Uh, oh, he's in the past. Sorry. Oh, my I gosh. He's in inception now. Yeah, he is. You know, um, so no, anyway, my opinion and, is, is my opinion is that uh, I'm in many businesses and many floors and many levels of business, and if I want to meet someone, I want to know whether they are vaccinated or not. Hey, look, if people are not vaccinated, I've got no issue with that. I've got no so, issue. But if so I'm it doesn't have to be a star; it could be something else. But if I'm meeting someone that's not vaccinated, and not yeah. vaccinated. And I'm going to say to them, can, may you please put a mask on? Okay, fair enough. Yes. Uh, what do we got here? Adam Corbett, uh, I couldn't get past the 2nd of July. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Luke. How do we recognise the non-vaccinated people from the vaccinated people? I think they don't carry that passport. Yes, but if I'm in the shopping centre, am I going to... Am I going to, everyone I pass, I'm going to go... No, well, I think that the the vaccination, I suppose, it it means that you're not going to die from it, so you may experience symptoms, um, but because you're vaccinated, you won't have, you know, 
the risk, I suppose, is, you know, you're mitigating that risk for yourself and others, but, but someone who's not vaccinated for whatever reason, maybe not, you know, so lucky if they, they transmitted or. Okay. I'm confused now. Um, the, the, the conversation, I think it's a conversation that needs to be, um, it really deep, does need to be uh, talked out on um, because there's going to be a fraction within the well, a fraction between the world of vaccination and non-vaccination, right? Yeah, that's true. Hold there for a second. We're just bringing back uh, Benny Mac. You got your mics issues sorted out now, Benny. What have you got to report from a fact-checking point of view? Okay, so uh, we have run some of the data on the screen, and it's coming back to say that if you are in a restaurant and if you're dining. Um, you'll need to take your mask off um, in order to dine and drink, of course. But as far as vaccinated people and non-vaccinated people, the information coming through is that even if you are vaccinated, you can uh, you can pick up the the illness and you can pass it on. Um, so, and also the efficacy of the vaccine is still being questioned. So. These facts and others, um, the, the, the court is out on this. We don't know if it's Pfizer. We don't know if it's AstraZeneca. We don't know if it's Moderna. We just don't quite know. We don't know if they're going to jab us, boost what us. What we do know, though, mate, is that the um, the what the Prime Minister of Spain is a good looker. Is that right, Cynthia? Oh. Oh, yeah. I've got some news. Uh I don't know if it's a prime minister or a president that has just lovingly sent us 250,000 Pfizer doses, but the guy is hot. Like, for because he is in a position of power and everybody else looks terrible, it's exacerbated, so he looks extra hot. Can we get a Google on that, uh, Benny? Absolutely. Yeah, we're just going to punch that up. Okay, we'll come back to you, thank Manny. You. Thank you very much. He is very sexy, and we would like to say thank you so much for the jabs. We Absolutely. Will thank you very much. Let's bring back the conversation now, Luke Dillon. Good day, mate. Thanks for waiting. Mate, maybe you could uh, compare that Spanish guy against my looks, um, yes. and that would be interesting to see what the co comments are, really. But if we could get a side-by-side, -side, you're absolutely right. A nice side-by-side. -side. Yes, can Benny do like a screenshot of me now and do a side by side or Yeah, I think we can work that out. Yeah, um, I think Benny's working on that right now. Yeah, I can see he's working on that right now. And just let um, the so look yeah. Okay. Um, let's get back to our feedback, everybody. Uh, this uh, does Luke think the government is utterly tone deaf around support for business and just relying on wage subsidies due to their own ideology. Are you sober enough to answer that? 100% the government is not, but we are asking for more. The government, uh, we, I mean, seriously, the government's doing, who would want to be in government now? Seriously, yeah. who government now? We've got to do a lockdown. We've done the right things. I've sent up, I've put a graph on my uh, Facebook page as that we're actually tracking down the 2020 uh, numbers. So we're going to be out of uh, lockdown in 21 September this year. This year. Hey, look. Oh, shit, we've lost his audio. We've lost your audio, mate. Mm, interesting. Mm. Controversial. His what do you think he's saying? 
We can't hear you, Luke, anymore. I'm going to have to put Luke back on the shelf there and bring back uh, facts, uh, man. Can you get us a little picture of the Prime Minister or President, uh, Benny Mac? Benny Mac's gone a little dark yeah, there. Absolutely, absolutely. We have got that here moments away. Let me just share that uh, tab yeah. with you there. Bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. I believe that is the current leader of Spain. Yeah. Uh, Sanchez. Okay. Let's try and bring back Luke Dello. So I'm just going to put you back over here and I'm bringing now Luke. Uh, that's the side by side. So let's have a look at Luke there. And now let's go to the President of Spain. Mm. Prime Minister of Spain. There he is. Yeah, we've got Luke again. We, okay. we don't have any microphone. There's no microphone. We can't hear you. You need to look more prime ministerial. Yeah. So um, I'm thinking, what are the comments saying? Bring us uh, a suit jacket. Yeah. Maybe a okay. tie. So we'll uh, we'll try and get him. He's going to try and get his things sorted. But thank you very much. It's uh, interesting, a side by side, isn't it, uh, Benny Boy? Um, just quickly Absolutely. back to the uh, the comments here. Yes, Sophia is about the establishment being safe to dine. Yes, and Adam uh, here. Yeah, nah, on the Luke Dello thing. I don't know really what he's saying, but that's pretty <laughs> much it. Hopefully, Buddy Boy has got his mic sorted out. So let's bring Luke Dello back in. Dello, have you sorted out your, your mic? We can't hear you for some reason. Very frustrating. Still can't hear you. Has he spoken yeah. yet? Are you speaking, Luke? Nah. Let's let's uh, let him uh, do his thing. Now, can I just get a bit of a recap? Uh, we have got the link to the show in the comments, uh, New Zealand, so and, and around the world. If you want to jump on the show now, now's your time to jump back in. Uh, there is uh, two lines open. And we'd love to uh, take your feedback on anything tonight. It is a Friday free-for-all. Uh, we've got Benny, who will fact-check you as we go. It's a live fact-check. I'm not aware of any other live show that is doing this. Uh, so, uh, you know, as we are going. Uh, so that's that's the thing that we've got on tonight. And also, if you do make it on uh, with us, hey, guess what? We're going to flip a coin, and we're going to um, see if you get a $25 to Interesting. What do you got We're sponsored by Sweet Baby Rose uh, Buffalo <laughs> Wing Sauce. And I tell you, the efficacy of this product is 100%. That's good for what ails you. And remember, $25 voucher going out tonight. Uh, it's a little bit... Um, it's a little bit low of a, of a gift, but we're going to give away three of them. Or if, right. if you're lucky. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but we've got to thank Midnight Gardener Ponsonby for that because but, I mean, come on, and who doesn't like gardening at midnight? If you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Can we just also say, um, I just bump in there. Sorry, mate. Uh, we want to say thanks to Lover Pie, everybody called Lover Pie. Anybody who comments tonight, uh, they do take away a uh, – they are in the draw for a 12-pack of lava pies. Would you stop doing that? Sorry, I'm just making it more interesting by cutting shots oh, now. I, I love a pie. If there's one thing that I like to do for breakfast is have a pie because what you can do is you can get schmancy. What you do is you start for breakfast, you go with the bacon and egg pie it's like a breakfast meal in the form of a pie you can either put it in a paper bag a plastic bag put it in your handbag 
put it under your car seat. It'll stay warm all day. Lunchtime. Oh, ah, Mr. Dello. Dello, you're back. Welcome. Can we, can we hear you now? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I'm just having another gin and uh, well, Storm Gin and uh, Imperial uh, Grove. Hey, guys. We'll come back to you in a second. I got cut off there for a while. Did you yeah. see the Spanish Prime Minister? Oh, I'm much better than him. Come on. All I need we is need, we need a suit jacket and a uh, little necktie. Well, shall I put one on now? Yeah. Go on. That'd be good. Seriously, you're a competitive guy, Luke. Um, let's not be rolled by the Prime Minister of Spain oh, yet. All right. Cut me off. I'll, I'll get dressed up if you want. Okay. Yeah. Just come on. Reminder, Luke. Look at your screen now. This is what the, you're dealing with. Not easy. No problem. Sharp, sharp features. Sharp features. Okay. Chiseled no. jaw. Yeah. What do you like about him, Sophia? Just if you point it out. Would you stop doing that? Sorry, I'm just I'm directing here. Okay, yeah, what do you like? Full body shot of him, though. He might have a beer baddie, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> you never know about his crafty oh, look. I think he's got the, the deep-set eyes. He looks a little bit like he could be mysterious. I think he's got the tall, dark, and handsome thing going on, but now Thane's taking the photo away, so I can't get a good read on it. Well, have you not seen the old engine room? Come on, Betty boy. Let's do some research on the engine room. Come on. Okay, so we're going to do that. It's a um, bit sort of ill in that photo off to the left. Yeah, Stacey's on it. Healthier than him. I'd give votes all day long. Okay, we're going to get a suit tie on and come back to, and join us. Uh, we'll come back to Luke Dillon in a couple of seconds, everybody. Some a lot of photos. And yeah, look at the majestic one of him playing. Look at that. He looks great. Yeah, looks really Why good. Why did zoom on the pants? Uh, it's not me doing the zooming. Uh, we've got some feedback here from Zero. Would uh, like Luke to answer the question. He was halfway through about the government support for business. We'll ask him when yes. he is dressed in a business suit. Uh, so we'll ask That's him the appropriate time. time to have that discussion and not a moment before. Absolutely. And then uh, Dylan Reed comes in with, here in South mm -hmm. Australia, very few bakeries sell a king of pies, the old mince and cheese. Absolute travesty. I agree with you. Wow. I, I agree. Country that country uh, that would do that. It's awful, isn't it? Even when we were in Bali, there was a, a Kiwi guy who sold mince and cheese pies, and you could get them delivered for 70 cents with your Gojek driver. That's right. Robin, if I was single, I'd tap that. Absolutely. He's a knuckle biter. Okay. He's hot. Uh, let's, let's go back now to our fact checker, Benny Mack. Uh, oh, Lord. What's happening in the, in the library? What is it? Right. going good. Remember Tom Rutherford from the beginning of the show? Remember yes. the freaking Halo dining app? Take the dining room out of the restaurant. It's like the Uber of eating at home. Okay. Yeah. It's like they've just driven a Prius into your front room. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you very much, Manny. We're going to come back to you because we've got some breaking news here. Um, just back at his desk now, I see uh, we've got – oh, look, we've got a magician. Um, please put it on. Well, on the uh, – all right, so best of all, 
Resource, por favor. Personality for me. It's like the um, TV and Z, um, you know, orchestra. <laughs> it's like some kind of, <laughs> you and Tim Shedbolt could get away with it, you know, on a telephone. <laughs> So what were people saying about me there, Thane? I got dressed as I was going through. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to hear some comments. Uh, why don't you just message them through in the comments? What do you think of Luke Dello's jacket? Uh, breaking news, everybody. He's come back dressed as um, Tall Jockey. Well, uh, yeah. can I just explain this jacket? Give it a That jacket's got a story, Luke. Tell it. This jacket's got a story. This is the Queen Street Cricket Club jacket. This is a charity for low uh, decile schools that we fundraise for. So last uh, last year we raised about six hundred thousand, I think we did, and all that money goes back to low decile schools um, throughout Auckland and New Zealand, in fact. So we gave um, to uh, Kelsa Boys, to Manorua uh, High School. So there's a big charity behind this this jacket here. And um, I think it's a nice little thing to give back to the community. Oh, fantastic. No, it's uh, looking very good. Um, you know, you lent on the charity thing and uh, you brought kids in there and stuff, and that's why now we're going to give the jacket a break because you've given it such a story, you know, that type of thing. Change the game. Hmm? Try get get changed. Yeah, I agree with Sarah. Luke Luke needs a hat from Sarah. Thank you very much, Sarah. Yeah, maybe uh, Luke does need a hat on there. Let's have a look. A top hat. Or a jockey's helmet. I'm too big to be a jockey. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing make believe. Okay. Do you have one? No. I've got a whip helmet. You know what? I'm thinking one more costume change. I, like, I don't think that's going to take out the Prime Minister of Spain. Come mm. back. Mm. Come back in a funeral suit. Come mm. back in a funeral yeah. What would you wear oh, to a funeral, oh. Luke Diller? I don't have that. Let's just stay on the line. Come on, let's just stay on the line. Let's okay. have a little look. What's the alcohol content of that gin? Well, uh, right the, the thing about this alcohol of a storm, Black Wolf gin, is the alcohol's a little bit more. It is 44% proof. Now, okay. normal gins are a little bit lower than that. So that's why I actually quite like this. Um, look at it. Yeah. Can you see that? It's yeah, aggressive. We're seeing more of your face. There you go. Look at that. There it yeah. Is. Look okay. at that. Hello. Hello, darling. Uh, that's not what I imagine it to be saying, but yeah. hello, darling. Hello, oh, darling. Hey, um, can, I, can I give you a bit of... Um, can I give you a couple of facts from my house? Yeah. Of course. Okay. First I fact. Just, I'm going to nip off just a second. I've got to get my my battery. Stop putting that on the, the whole thing, thing. Okay, no worries. Yep, batteries. What, don't look. What do you got? But this here is a rock from the Colosseum in Rome. Wow. I got this, I got this many years ago, probably 20-odd years ago is I slipped this into my pocket from the Coliseum, and um, this is a, obviously thousands of thousands of years old. I actually love this rock. It reminds me of how great Rome is. But every time I touch it, I just feel 
thousands of thousands of people have walked through this bit of rock here. It's amazing. Ooh. I just love this bit of rock. Weirdly, to me, it looks like uh, what I imagine crystal meth might look like, you know? Yeah, probably probably get about two million out of this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't break up that well. But uh, yeah. cross out of this. I'll, I'll show you another little uh, example of my little history of my house. Okay, yeah, please. Put me on hold. All right, okay. We, we're going to come back, and we're coming now to our fact checker. Please welcome him back, everybody. Uh, we've got Benny Mack joining us now. Uh, some facts, anything you can pull out of that conversation? Uh, we picked up a hell of a lot there. We're getting um – we're actually what we're finding out is that um, the sources are saying that we are tapping into a network of philanthropy. Okay, mm. so that's a very noble sort of gesture that you'll see quite often in um, the upper echelon, the elitists. But I mean, he's not just. He, but, but what we're seeing from our uh, our knowledge is that he's not displaying any of those. Um, sort of one uh, percenter vibes. He's a real man. He's a good guy. He's community-minded. He's a provider. He's showing Can I just say um, quickly, Benny, so far all he's shown us is uh, some magician's uh, jacket and some um, a rocky stole from Rome. So, you know, I, I want him to up his game if he can. Let's, yeah, we're, uh, we're picking up on that from a geological standpoint. That's a big no-no, but I think we'll let it slide. <laughs> I think looting uh, 25 years ago, I think that's – pretty cool i think that's getting that's working back through the alpha male uh he mm. just doesn't give a fuck and yeah, that's what i like about him he's unapologetically cool um Thank and i want to be cool yeah, i want to be totally like luke well. everyone wants to be this we'll go back to luke in a couple of seconds thank you very much benny mack now it's uh, 10 minutes away from 10 o'clock here on talk back with thane sophia let's welcome back to the conversation luke dello with another artifact luke what do you got there Oh, Raoul, I've actually been listening to what the comments are here. I'm actually slurring a bit because I've actually gone through a half a bottle of this gin. <laughs> hey, no shit, I'm fucking slurring. Hey, it wasn't, uh, that wasn't negative. I was just an observation. It's just observation. What is that? See this book here. Okay. This is my history, this book here. Wow. Okay. This book here, if I can see it, is the telephone directory in 1905. <laughs> Stolen? <laughs> That's my grandfather's directory. Wow. If I go through this, it's amazing history. Uh, it's, it's just, I'm sorry it's gone on my phone here, but L.D. Nathan. Wow. Hold that up. That's wow. Okay. L.D. Yep. Nathan. This. Wow. The oh, standard. Man. This is an amazing. And my grandfather was a policeman back in the day. It's the Auckland Directory of 1905. Can you guys see that? Yes. yes. 1905, yeah. What an amazing book this is. So let's say. Um, Look at that. Wow. What, what are we looking at? History. Yeah. What's this with that leg thing? What's that little leg emblem? I'm not too sure, but 
what was amazing about my grant? So these are people's like it. This is how they found people in in Auckland. Is there any phone numbers in there? Well, it's funny you should say that thing because there's no phone numbers in here. Is that all it is? Mm. Is addresses. Ah, because they didn't have phones. But may if I flip over one more page, it's my, the reason my father, my grandfather had this directory is that he could actually put a little scotch bottle in there. Oh, would you look at this? And drink oh. while he was working as the commissioner of police. Aha. Uh-huh. Back in the day. Back Very sneaky. Day. Do you like that bit of history? Yeah, I love that. That's an actual artifact. Look how deep my thinker goes into that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've got a real, you've got a big set of mitts oh. on you as well, so I can imagine that's really working <laughs> the room there. a little bit of history of my, a little bit of artifacts there, so there you go. Am I still slurring? A little no. bit. Um, Sarah Gilmore did ask, you know, I mean, the book's interesting, but she wants to see the whip. Where is it? Where is it at? Sarah, I'm sorry. I do not know you, so you cannot see the whip. Wow. So an invite only. But I'm just, you know, anyway, let's just talk talk about I'm a factual person. Fair enough. Hey, um, does anybody, here's a little bit of a question for you on another tangent. Does anyone remember their, uh, their very first phone numbers in Auckland when there were only six numbers? Now, I'm out in Avondale. I remember my grandmother's phone number. And sometimes during, you know, just, you know, I've had a few, I like to call it up to see who's actually living and who's got my grandmother's number. And so tonight I thought I'd give it a call just to see uh, – who, uh, who actually has it? Anybody like else? Dane, I'd like to say one thing about my original phone number. If you yeah. knew the original phone number, that would be my PIN number to my bank account, uh, oh. alarm system on my bars and restaurants, actually my PIN code on my bank account. So, no, I'm not going to give you that. Fair enough. Well, do you guys think it's a good idea that I call uh, and see who picks up on my Nana's phone number? Is it, can I, yeah, can I but take then my... can we call David Seymour? Because I've been waiting for 20 yeah. minutes. Okay. Loving it. Uh, we're calling Avondale now, and we'll see if it's an operation. Despite the number you've dialed is not currently allocated oh, to a phone. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. Um, yeah, so Nana, Nana's number is it? I thought someone would have Nana's number, not to me. Moving on. Are you related, related to Graham Dello? Yes, he, uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Who is he? Yeah, that's the commissioner of the police, and he's my uncle. And uh, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, next question here. So, Luke, your grandfather was the commissioner of police. Yes, you're confirming that. Right. Okay. And Michelle's saying um, it won't work. You need seven digits. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I put the 8285 in the number. Thank you very much. So there you go. Hey, Luke, we're coming back to you in a couple of split second. We're just going to check in with our facts guy. Uh, welcome uh, back to the show. Uh, Benny Mack, Fact Guy Friday. Friday Fact Guy. He's in the hot seat. Reporting from the freaking walnut bloody library here, and I can tell you this much. Um, as far as what you were saying about Nana's number, um, by all accounts, that should have gone through. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. 
Okay, yeah, I, I think no one's taken up Nana's number. Uh, I've called it about eight years ago. It was a lovely Indian okay. family, um, yes. um, but it was connected. Now it's not connected, and uh, it's a real letdown. I thought I was going to have some magic tonight, obviously, but not to be. Okay, and um, just in regards to Granddaddy Dallow, uh, we ran a check on the name. Yes, it did come up. We can confirm um, com- Commissioner of Police. And actually, everyone in Luke's family is actually Commissioner of Police, including his uncle. So that checks out. 1905 checks out. The Streets and uh, Suburban Directory It is indeed a genuine document, but of course, wow. I mean, I'm sitting in a, a library here full of thousands of books, and the one book that Luke Dello gets excited about is the one that he can store a bottle of Hurchin. Uh, I see how this diet works, man. He switched to white spirits. I get it. I like yeah. this guy. I like he's not lying around, and he's got that huge rock. So uh, I, I, I think it's I think it all checks out. Those are indeed the facts. Thank you, Benny. What a great outro. Um, back to Luke Dello now, bringing him in the conversation. Stacey's got an interesting message here, uh, Luke. She mm-hmm. is saying, I think I know Luke pin, Luke's PIN number. If it hasn't changed, that is. Uh, Stacey does know that PIN number, so I should change it. Hey, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe our yes. Prime Minister. Husband knows where the origin of this rock comes from. Oh, I'm sure he's I'm sure he having a good idea. Oh, oh, look at him. I love it. Stirring the pot tonight. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Hey, um, how can we get a hold of Stephen C- uh, sorry, uh, David Seymour? Well, I've given you the number. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, can you guys have that? a chat? And I'll- can- do, I guys, do, I'm- do I have to do everything on this show? Yeah, seems like it tonight. You're very reliable. You're very reliable. Thank you for that. Um, I'm going to take a break. You guys are going to chat. I'm bringing Benny Boy to take over the uh, anchoring duties. I'm going to track down Seymour, everybody. So I'll be back in about two minutes. Sophia, how is your um, daily exercise going these days? My daily exercise? Thank you for asking. That makes me feel fantastic. And a wee bit fat. Oh, um, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying how you can be mentally fit. Oh, you know what? I actually, when it was raining, I didn't go out at all. And it makes a difference, doesn't it? Oh, it makes a huge difference. I love a good walk. And, you know, but we're taking out a trike. You know, one of the trikes with a handle that you have to push and the child's oh, feet go yeah. unbelievably too fast because it's all connected and you're pushing fast and it gets a bit stressful. And then the other two wallies, our other children are up the front, they're going too far, they don't know the metre rule. So whilst it's lovely to get some exercise, it's actually really stressful. Yeah, I mean, I think just the fact that having two children under 10 is enough to keep your metabolic rate at such a height that you're just burning fat all day. Just having them running around the house, stressing you out, getting under your feet, lack of sleep, it all it's all good for it's all good for the health. I think it's yeah. a perk. What are you That's doing? Right. Being a what do you want to beat that minute. checks out? It's only I think it's 120. Fact checker, can you just check that 121 beats per minute of fat thing? Oh, so exactly. Got- I mean, if you can if you can get your, your sustained resting heart rate up to 121 beats per minute and your body temp up to like 38, you're cooking. You're yeah. cooking. Yeah, it's hot. 
It's That's great. Hot, sure. You're in such a great state that you're radiating heat. You don't even need to turn on the heat pump. You don't even need to put on an extra duvet or wear slippers. You can just rock around in shorts and singlet and fucking jandals in the middle of winter, walk down to the Foursquare, get a loaf of Tip Top and Samanka, and you're good to go. So, I mean, whatever whatever it is, you've, I mean, if your heart rate's too high, you got to look on the bright side of things. If it's too low, uh, you got to look on the bright side of things. It could be too high. So, thank so you very much, um, uh, Ben. We'll come back to you. In a, thank you very much for filling in for me. Uh, Check really out. Appreciate it. Um, guys, just a quick update. I've texted David Seymour. I've got his phone number there. I've given him the link to the live show. And by the grace of God, Maybe he's going to connect tonight and we're going to have a little bit of a live chat with him. So that's going to be a very exciting development. So fingers crossed that happens tonight. Um, from their messages, three under five, I'll be chiseled. Oh, yeah. I've got yeah. 11, 10, and almost four. And I feel for people in lockdown who've got like three kids yeah. that are under five because they don't get it. And it's really stressful for them and they want to go and do their normal things and they don't understand. Valentina is always asking if we can go to the playground. And I was actually quite sad the other day. She was like, we can't go to the playground because of COVID. And then she took out a measuring tape and started measuring the areas of the tables and couches. And she said she was measuring for COVID distance. Oh, that's oh gosh, isn't it? Wow. It was actually heartbreaking. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is all the kids are going to grow up now knowing how to Zoom. And, you know, this is the new normal, isn't it? Uh, doing what mm. we're doing here today, uh, being on computers and, and whatnot. Um, nothing back from David Seymour. I, he has read my text, everybody. So he could be jumping on his computer now and he could be joining us very shortly. Um, let's get everybody um, commenting now. Uh, what, if you've got kids, give us uh, your um, – actually – what should we get them to text in? Uh, we need someone to text in because we want to put you in the draw for these pies. Love a pies. Yeah. Well, I've got to give away before uh, we leave at 10.30. So well, if you want them now, I need go away. Kirby. What was that? I do have a bottle of champagne to give away tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you give yourself? And, and how are we going to do this? Well, I just think uh, everyone that texts in, whoever's listening tonight, Tex and Luke Dello, they all go into the draw for a bottle of champagne. Barfin and Thompson, Luke Dello, real estate. Uh, can I ask, what, what, what champagne do you have? What are, what are you hocking off? The Charles, Heinz. Charles Heinz. It's one of the, uh, one of the better ones. Okay, mm. that's pretty Very good. Um, let's see so you just have to text Luke's name in. Is that's that right? right? That's right. It's a nice ego stroke for Luke and his wonderful jacket. He just wants to feel it, to see the name, to absorb it, to just revel in that recognition. Absolutely. And someone's going to win that champagne. Got to know. Champagne. They've got almost there. Just say those two magical words. I think Luke wants to see his actual name on screen, guys, yet again. So, oh, Thanks, Luke Darrow. Yeah. She's in She's in the drawer. How, <laughs> so do, we, uh, how do we draw it? Has someone got a hat? We can put names in and, and give it a shake. Well, Betty can sort that out with his um, coat of silence in his little oak room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Isn't it? That's not the first time Stacey Hart's um, written the name Luke Tello. She used to work for you, didn't she, back in the day? Oh, Stacey was a great lady. She was my PA and marketing manager at uh, Chapel Bar and Bistro and looked after a lot of my assets, a sales street, Chapel Bar, and, and um, another one of my establishments. And uh, but she's, moved, she's moved on in good stead, and now she is a very good brand ambassador for many other brands. So uh, good on you, Stace. I'd just like to say a quick araha to Stace. Well, why don't you why don't you give Stacey one of those uh, patented Luke Dello smiles? There you go. Give it that fantastic. There you <laughs> go. Um, Luke, how did you feel when um, uh, Sales Street came up? You're an old owner of Sales Street. Sales Street came up as one of the first um, locations of interest. Well, it was always going to be a location of interest just because of uh, the size. Uh, headquarters, my fa- my friend Leo Malloy, his place is as big as the Sales Street, and uh, it's just a size matter thing. So if you've got a uh, a big bar, you've got to get a um, um, you've got to get a lot of people through, right? And they're going to be of many of many races. So whether they're from the Church of um, Mangere there or whatever, whatever HQ or whatever, they just come through and. Um, you mingle. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, we have got, uh, if you hold there for a split second, someone has, we're going to go back to Benny Boy now. Hold the line for a second, Luke. Benny Boy, you got an update on some facts regarding Luke Dello. No yeah, yeah, actually, to be honest, in that last piece, um, I get a feeling that Luke was talking quite cryptically and he wasn't letting anything slip. Uh, he was actually talking very matter-of-factly. Uh, my intuition didn't pick up a lot on that last sequence, and that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> wow, it's getting better with that, guys. Thank you very much. Yes, I like the sign-off. Yeah, I like um, the sign-off. Luke, is that water or are we still tucking into the gin? Oh, we're still tucking into the gin. Hey, Thane, do we have any breaking news? Oh, do you want a breaking news thing? Um, I don't have a breaking news thing, but I've got a um, I've got a spicy topic. Have you got a spicy topic? You got a spicy yeah. topic? Okay, <laughs> hold the line. Here we go. I've got some breaking news uh, for everybody here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome David Seymour. He's about to connect. Look at it. How about that? The legend is just about here. Here he is, everybody. Hello. <laughs> oh, we can't hear you, David. Uh, oh, how are you? Good evening. What's this all about? Well, we've got a little live show that goes out. It's called Talk Back with Thane and Sophia. That's Sophia up there, uh, David. Um, Luke yes, Dello, Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, see you. Luke, good to see you again, Luke. Yeah. Good to see you. He uh, went to the meeting today. I think he's pretty wrapped that uh, people are listening to him, and so he's pushing back a couple of gins tonight and said, let's call David Seymour and get him on the show tonight. So <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very good of you to have me on. 
How are you dealing with the rise of popularity? Because you're doing everything right, mate. We find well, us looking at you, you're killing it on social media and you're saying the right things. And in a lot of people's minds, you are pretty much the leader of the opposition type thing. What's your secret? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's about me. I, I think it's about what's going on out there, that people are just saying, look, you know, no one's really speaking for us. Um, mm. you know, this government got elected fundamentally because a whole generation couldn't afford houses. They haven't really done anything about that. Um, they keep saying they're doing a great job with COVID. The truth is we're an island and, and everything here happens last, so we sort of do it after everyone else. Um, and then there's a whole lot of other stuff going on where people just say, I don't know, what are you trying to do with three waters? I mean, every it depends how far into politics you want to go. But, you know, there's just a whole lot of things where people just feel a disconnect with the government and we're just trying to speak up and reflect what, what we're hearing from people. So no, it's, it's, um, it's pretty simple, really. It's, it's not about me. It's about the circumstances. I'm, I'm worried about our little country. Mm. What do you think to the elimination um, strategy of the government? Is that the way forward where other countries around the world are, aren't necessarily going into that, that direction? Well, put it, put it this way. I mean, it, it can't carry on forever if the rest of the world's not doing it. You know, because if the rest of the world quits with elimination and says, look, you know, the virus is going to get out, we can't really stop it, let's just get people vaccinated, get good treatments, make sure that we've got good contact tracing and basically keep it under control. If that's what the rest of the world's doing, then, you know, we're going to ask ourselves how long can we have a hard border and lock down the way we are now in Auckland, you know, every time something gets difficult. Um, and at some point people are going to say, look, if, if that's our future, young people will just leave and yeah. the government can't borrow money forever. So, you know, sooner or later, we, we've got to face up to a bit of reality. Um, but, what strategy you know, do you see working, you know, in terms of opening borders and how would you see that working in the future if you were in, in control of that decision? Well, well first, first of all, we'd just be a lot more open about it and say, look, here's the basic strategy. We'd say, look, um, we've got to get way better at testing, like, you know, this whole shove the thing up the nose, nasopharyngeal. It's too slow, too uncomfortable. Um, in the UK, yeah, yeah. Well, in the UK, they have home test kits, which actually look a lot like pregnancy test kits, except you, you spit on them. And um, wow, yeah. And they so so people wake up and they do a test, and if they've got COVID, they stay home. <clears throat> so they're they're reducing the amount of people. Now that's just one thing. Um, then there's saliva testing, and then there's the contact tracing. So, you know, there's a whole lot of things that you can do that actually mean that, you know, while it might still be around, you can stop it spreading and uh, a lot better. Vaccination's really key. I mean, I just think, you know, people should look up, form their own view, but basically when you, when you read through it, all vaccination is, is going to reduce the number of people going to hospital. Uh, mm. And then just say, look, we, we can't hold out forever. We've, we've got to get back to business. And, uh, you, you know, you can do it for a year, maybe you can do it for two years, but we can't be isolated forever. So we'd just be honest with people about that and say, here's the plan, here's the new technologies. Uh, and at some point, we're going to start prioritising a lot of other stuff because, like, you know, kids missing school, not good yeah. for the long future. Um, you know, the, the, the businesses that, that rely on having contacts, that, that have gone overseas, they've made business contacts, well, they're not making any new ones, and the old ones they had are wearing out. And then the yeah. government says, oh, we're going to send 400 people to Expo because that's important, but, but all the other people in business don't get that opportunity. So 
we'll just be a lot more upfront so that we're going to change strategy. Uh, here's how we're going to do it and then let people start planning for it. Whereas at the moment, it's all, oh, well, everything changes so much, we can't be sure. Yeah, we spoke to Bomber Bradbury um, a couple of nights ago about COVID, obviously, um, and policy. And his thoughts were that based on the modelling, even at 90% vaccinated as a country, we would still not be able to handle the deaths and the hospital treatment within our country you know we don't have the morgue capacity and the hospitals can't handle it you know do you have any ideas around how we can kind of I I guess get to a point where we can actually handle having people with COVID and opening up and operating with it living in the community I suppose well, I, I don't know if he's right about that. I mean, the, the UK, um, you know, they're, they're only at sort of 70% and um, people are dying at the moment from COVID in the UK. I mean, let's be clear about that. Um, you, you can't keep it out forever and at some point it will probably kill more people in New Zealand. But the UK is, is functioning. The hospitals are not overwhelmed. So, yeah, I'd, I'd question him about that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think certainly we need to think about what we do with our hospital capacity because at the moment, you know, some of the feedback we get from nurses, they say we're working a 16-hour shift in eight hours. It's just not sustainable. And again, the danger is they go to Australia and then it gets even harder for the ones left. We've got a message, uh, here we go, Adam, where people here who can't tell the truth at the hospital reception, let alone self-testing each morning and being trusted not to go out. But do you think that's because they're afraid of the test? I think a lot of people are afraid of the means of testing, you know, going into the nose. I was afraid of it. Um, I've had one test and it was it was actually fine, but the lady was very gentle because she knew I was quite nervous. But I had to take my children in and now all of my kids have had it and it was actually horrific. So I think there's a lot of fear-based stuff around that. And, you know, that especially in Middlemore, you know, it's fast-paced environment. They're not going to hold your hand and go slow. Yeah, look, I mean, here's, here's the basic proposition. I want to shove this thing up your nose, and if it comes out the wrong way, you have to stay home for 14 days. Uh, you know, <laughs> now, we all want to do the right thing, but mm. with all the propositions I've had, that's not one of the more attractive ones. So mm-hmm. you can understand how some people are going to be a bit reluctant um, and good on you for doing it, even though you're afraid. But, but you can understand why some people won't, whereas I, I've done the saliva testing now couple of times um, and it's a bit embarrassing the first time because I forgot to take the, the lid off and I couldn't work out why it wasn't going on the tube but once I got once I got over that problem it was, yeah. it was pretty sweet really oh good um, we've got some more stuff here love what you're saying David we need to live with the virus some people will die and that's sad send the money on hospital spend the money on hospital equipment because I think in the UK on with the influenza kills something like 30,000 people a year which is uh, you know, 80 people a day or something. But that's what's happening with COVID, with your COVID numbers as well. So I suppose it's becoming over there not too dissimilar to influenza. Yeah, I mean, o- over time, like you got to remember the flu that we get every season. I mean, that's like the descendant of the Spanish flu that killed, mm. you know, millions of people in 1918 and 19. So viruses over time, I mean, viruses don't want to kill you. They just want to spread and go to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, if they kill you, that actually makes their job harder. They want you to keep moving around and spreading it, ideally. So over time, the, the virus that 
that, that hurts you less actually has more chance you'll, you'll pass it on. So they, they'll become weaker over time. I mean, that's, that's almost certainly true. Um, mm. But i just say a bit about the flu comparison. I mean, you, you know, I, I don't think those numbers are quite right. Um, you, you know, I think it's about six or 700 people die of the flu each year in New Zealand. Whereas oh, if you no, look that at... That was the UK. That was the UK. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if... Yeah. It, it's 500 in New Zealand. Mm. Yeah. But if, if you look at... Yeah, so if you look at, like, Scotland, so their, their population's about five and a half million, so same as mm-hmm. us. And then mm-hmm. you look at how many people die in Scotland in a, in a normal year, and it was about 30,000 people. Well, last year, 38,000 people died. So, like, there's all these people that say, oh, COVID doesn't really kill you and they don't record the deaths properly and it's not fair and all the rest. And I, I get all that. But end of the day, um, normally 30,000 people die in Scotland. COVID comes along, 38,000 people die. So, you know, that's like 8,000 extra people dying. So yeah. that's, that's real. And that's why you got to get vaccination, tracing, treatments, all that kind of stuff to, to, to reduce that. Because apart from people dying being really bad, um, you know, it's, it's not just the COVID. It's all the people that, you know, get pushed out of a hospital bed because the hospital's full and, and then people, you know, have other problems. So it's, it's all of that that you've got to think about. Um, so I, I, we should take it very seriously. Mm. Totally. Look, Della, you've got a question. What are you, what are you on about, mate? Oh, David, we had a pretty robust conversation today. It was pretty good. And thank you for your time as being a member of parliament. What did you take out of that conversation today? Um, sorry, I just supporting hospitality right now. Um, <laughs> look, the, the main thing I got out of it was just how hard people have worked to get back to level. So, like, just about everyone there was saying, we actually had just got back to, you know, maybe 95% of our pre-COVID sales uh, and now this happens. Um, so that was sort of a new thing for me. There's a lot of other stuff that, I, you know, to be honest, I wasn't really asking the questions because I didn't know the answer. I was asking because I wanted everyone else to hear the answer. Um, but, you know, these, these business people, they give up a lot. They borrow a lot. They actually play often quite a sort of a pastoral care role for their staff. They care about their staff. They're paying up extra money to top them up right now that they often don't have. They're supporting them on mental health grounds. They have a lot of mental health problems themselves. And just the fact that running a business is doing a whole lot of, just a whole list of practical things every day. You know, the, one of the guys there, um, you know, he's got all this food in a big refrigerator, compressor breaks, two grand. You can't not fix it because if you lose all your food, that's another two grand. Um, do you have two grand today? No, because he hasn't sold any drinks or food because he's, he's shut. Um, so, yeah, all, all of that, which well, you asked me what I learned. I mean, I could have, could have told you most of that beforehand, but the point of the exercise was, was for other people to hear that because I think a lot of it's just like, oh, well, you're at a bar, you're rich, and you're probably making money off people getting drunk, so bugger you. Um, I think we showed a different side of that today. Speaking of getting drunk, what do you drink at person here is really Thane Kirby because he's had the longest standing DJing spot on Ponsby Road at Chapel Bar and Bishop. How many years, Thane? I've probably been, I started probably when you opened, maybe two years in. So when did you start? I think it's been 14 years. 14, 15 years, I think. It was a year when we, when we got together, which is 13 years. So it would have been 14 years, I think. Yeah. Nineteen eight. 1995 is the 
King of Rock or the Duke of Rock. <laughs> oh yeah, that radio hierarchy, rock and roll radio, yeah, rock and roll radio. And you were at parking the bar. Hey, um, Dave, can I ask what what do you drink when you are drinking alcohol? Oh, almost never. I I, I quit. Um, so I um I felt like I had my share, and I got to let the rest of the world catch up. But um, I did the same thing. Good for you. Yeah, feels great. Hey, eh? all that extra energy. It's so great. I dr- I do drink coffee though. That's my last vice. Oh, that's way harder. I think it was Keith Richards said it, it's it's actually harder to quit coffee than heroin, and and he'd know. <laughs> yeah, totally. what's, what's your favourite pie? Mm. Steak and cheese. Oh, yeah. Went to the Fairley Bakehouse down on the South Island. Mm-hmm. Man, that was good. Um, messages here. Act gets that innovative, logical labour all about the emotional votes. Do you think that's true? Um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've played the game better than us in, in one way is that they understand what they need to say to get the sort of marginal voter over the line. And, mm. I mean, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who says Jacinda Ardern's, you know, stupid and all the rest. I mean, she's very smart at, yeah. at doing certain things. But sadly, she's she's really good at the selling Um She's not so good at the delivering, and it's a little bit like you know, it's a she's like a business with a great sales department and a really bad engineering department. Um, so you know, that's I, I admire her for what she's done. I just don't think it's going to solve our problems, and that's that's basically what that person was saying. Everybody goes on about that one o'clock bulletin, and she gets so much airtime, and it's a party political broadcast. Do you agree with that? Does that make sense? I mean, she's on TV a lot. Oh yeah, but I mean, what we're hearing is. It's turning against her. You know, people are so angry about it because she's overdone it. But you're right. I mean, look, what they should do is publish all the information and then if the Prime Minister wants to come in then and, and answer and explain it, then, then she can. But instead what she does is she stands up and makes us listen to her for 20 minutes and then yeah. tells us the information. And I'm like, hang on, I'm a taxpayer Actually, I paid for that information to be gathered. I, I pay for the Ministry of Health staff to go out and do the tests and create the spreadsheets and do all that stuff. Um, yeah. That's my information. You just publish it on a website, let all the journalists read it, let all of us think about it, and then if, if you want to get some time in the sun, come come and talk about it. Um, but instead, she, she uses her position to basically use this taxpayer-funded information to help make a political broadcast, and I think that's wrong. Mm. That's an interesting viewpoint, actually. I haven't thought about it that way. I have had feelings about, you know, the the one o'clocks, but uh, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. I do feel like we don't get all of the information, which I think makes me feel a little bit out of control. You know, I like to have my information, my ducks in a row so I can plan. I've got a lot of stuff on myself, like most New Zealanders. And I think it's hard when you can't make a plan for what you've got coming up or how to recover from what you are losing while you're in lockdown, those sorts of things. And, you know, even waiting from, you know, till Monday, to figure out whether or not we're going to come out of level four, you know, it's a stressful time because you kind of have to prepare for another week if they decide that's the way it's going to go. Um, that's a lot. Yep. No, it, look, and this is this way we've said they should be focused on well-being and sort of like what we got out of, you know, talking to a dozen hospitality 
um, operators today. All these people, uh, they, they basically planned around a level two being a certain way. And then, you know, with no notice, the government says, oh, we've got this new Delta level two, sorry. Uh, it doesn't work for most hospitality businesses because it's unprofitable. And if they actually said, look, back in May, Delta's going to change. Guys, if we go to level two, it'll probably be like this because the old level two won't work with Delta. Then, then, okay, that would really suck, but at least people could plan. And the yeah. thing they're yeah. saying now is, you know, what if level one's different? Level two is different. What if, what exactly. if we can't make a problem with level one? Either? And, and it's, it's not that. enough to say that we didn't know because we knew it was going to come. It was inevitable. There was no way it wasn't going yeah. to to come to this. And it feels like we're on the back foot and we're just, you know, trying to get, a, get the heads above water. And it's like, where's the plan? I need leadership and I need to know what's going to happen next. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, I think we can let you finish your dinner. What are you eating here? Is it a mixture of yogurt or some kind of that a uh, No, no, it's a McFlurry. M&M. Oh. I am. Uh, <laughs> No, the McDonald's down the road because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm in Wellington. Oh, oh Luke's right. got a question. Hold on. And this is not about today. This is about the future. If my daughters and my or my sons want to get into politics, what is one bit of advice for you, for my daughters and sons? Oh, look, I, I just say you know you got to ask the question: Who do you do it for? Because um, and if the answer is you, then then probably don't go into politics. Um, you know, if people ask me, it's it's just for the simple idea that everybody gets the opportunity um, to make the most of themselves, and that's why we did charter schools. Because fundamentally, you know, there's a whole lot of kids, mostly Maori Pacific kids in this country, don't really get a chance in education, and uh, we got to change that. So you know, I, I do it for the the person that doesn't get a chance. At least give them a chance. I'm, I'm not into handouts forever but I'm interested in the people that don't give a chance so they've got to ask themselves the question and, and really think about it and have a good answer who am I doing it for Fantastic, we're going to let you go there mate, thank you so All much right. hey, look, real, good so be, real good of you to get in touch yeah, nice to see you guys, see you later yeah, see you later see you soon. David Seymour everybody, what a top bloke uh, Dello, hold the phone we're just going to bring our, uh, our fact checker in, anything uh, left or right there um Pretty, uh, um, yeah, I think it all checks out. He seems to be a fairly realistic type of guy, you know. Hmm. Yeah, a realistic guy. He's personable, so you know, if you're a personal realistic guy, that's great. Um, but yeah, it all checks out with him. He's very. I uh, what play, I wrote down I here is I wrote down intelligible. Yeah. Hmm. Can I just say, guys, how incredible it is. It's our fifth show, and we've had David Seymour on the show. How, how good is that, right? Oh, he, he is a, he's a, he's a, he's a machine. He's a professional yeah. operator. You know, he's an, he's a, he's a, uh, an Auckland grammar old boy and an Auckland oh, University graduate. So he's, a, he's, a, he's an Aucklander through and through, you know, the leader of the ACT Party since 2014, holding the fortress strong for the people of Epsom, you know. He's a, I call him a mop. Member of <laughs> a mop. He's mopping the place up, keeping it clean, you know. 
Can I just say, though, uh, Benny Mack, and I appreciate your comments, um, he inherited a shit show. Let's face it, Act was a little bit of a joke there, wasn't it? I mean, Act, yeah, but break. He, he danced his way into perfectly. our hearts, mate. He did. He, he oh, absolutely. He danced his way into our hearts on Dancing with the Stars. He just took it and just sort of put a little pirouette on it. And even celebrity basketball, this guy does it all, whether he's making his way around the dance floor or uh, – uh, you know, dribbling a ball down a basketball court in short shorts and a little tee. He's going to do it, look good doing it. He's he, Not only is he intelligible, he's eligible. He's an eligible bachelor. I want to get this guy a date. Uh, you know, anyone in Wellington, we want to put the love connection up there, you know. Uh, I love him. He's logical. He's logical and straightforward, and I like that. You know, thank, he makes thank sense. Thank you very much, Benny. We'll, we'll come back to you very shortly. Thank you. That's our uh, fact checker on a Friday night, uh, Benny Mack. Well, what do you make of that, Lutello? Comments from you. How exciting. I didn't realise he was a bachelor, though, did I? Is he a bachelor? Bachelor, yeah. Is he a bachelor? I'd say it's quite a Is busy it? job. He doesn't we really talk about jobs. Yeah, he doesn't really talk about his personal life. I've pressed him on his personal life uh, a while ago on a radio interview, and he's just not interested in going there. For him, really, it is about politics. And, you know, mm. the other stuff is like, forget about it. I'm not I here respect to talk that. About his life. I yeah. respect that a lot. Yeah. But there's so, a life behind politics, right? You gotta, I mean, in my life, you've got to have business, you've got to have life and. X, X, Y, Z, right? So you've got to have those factors or you get a bit bored, a bit stale. So you don't want to be totally – I'm quite surprised he's a bachelor. He's a great guy. I really enjoyed talking to him today. He was a um, – oh, really – it's so articulate. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Him and, oh. him and Seymour <laughs> – sorry, Seymour and Cindy <laughs> – so those two are very articulate, very smart operators, and they're very well matched. And I reckon Seymour's going to give it a good go. He'll be very surprised. Yeah. Maybe not the next election, but definitely the one after. He's just got to keep on doing what he's doing, and by the look of it, he's absolutely nailing it every day. That guy's seriously politically levelling up, and it's really good to watch. Um, you know, because he he he. he he, he looks like a young chap. Didn't he look youthful under those lights in Wellington? He didn't. Office? He had a lovely jumper on. Oh, I didn't it looked it. like a yeah. cashmere jumper or some sort of wool. It looked, you know, like southern but conservative. And, oh, you know, gosh, look, he's, kind of going look, on. Look at that jacket. He's flashing that jacket. He's peacocking him. around. Luke Dello's yeah. peacocking around in his little jacket. It is very nice colours there, yeah. Luke. It's like possibly Fashion Week all over again. Look at this guy. <laughs> can, I talk, can I talk about something else? Yeah, change the oh, subject. Man. Yeah, go for it. Okay. What about this Rugby 12s tournament, or 13s tournament? Do you know anything about it? No. Uh, no. Like the idea of all the best players in the world are going to get into it. It's stylish, Stacey. I agree. Sorry. Yeah, well, you've got to put a bit of sports into your talk back there. Okay. We're prepared to do that. Do you know anything Maybe. I like uh, Formula One. Does that count? Oh, my God. Formula One's so sexy. So. It is. It is. You know, so, I 
went to Singapore mm. to go to the Formula One, and it was amazing. But here's the less than satisfactory part of it. And you can't really see anything. Oh, no, at least you're above the pit lanes drinking champagne. You can see quite a lot. I don't have the jacket for that. I wasn't invited. Well, I would have loved to have been nearer the pits, but it's just, yeah, yeah. You know, the view you get from the TV, you get all angles, it's all going on. But, yeah. Yeah. One thing better <laughs> Uh, tennis, um, the tennis uh, tournaments like you know the, the Melbournes or the USA Opens, they are amazing tournaments. But um, my most favourite tournament would be the Melbourne, you know, the uh, the Australian Open. I love watching the tennis yeah. there. Have you watched that, Dane or Sophia? Yeah, one live. Yeah. Yeah, I like the yeah, I like the Melbourne Open. That's nice. I do like the More FM uh, female volleyball um, uh, championship they used to have at the uh, Stanley Street after the Heineken Open, oh, yeah. and that uh, TV Two used to play some highlights on that. And that that uh, again, um, you know, it's it's minimal um, the uniforms, but it's so precise uh, what they do out there on the sand. And you got to commend those guys. Absolutely. Uh, what else? Were they guys or were they women? Just on sports. Did you watch the uh, Paralympics with the javelin throw? The lady javelin throw? No. no I didn't. Walk us through oh, it. He threw the javelin the wrong way. What? Oh, gosh. Threw oh, it no. It was crazy. Not in the crowd. Yeah, it was so. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Bless. That's not a good start, is it? Well, Luke, what do you reckon to sponsoring the show? I think, I mean, you see, you can see the pulling power we've got. Mainly thanks to you. Mainly thanks to you, but but you know, yeah, it's been a good show tonight. Friday, great supporter of Thane Kirby and Sophia Kirby. Um, I like it. You know, like Bartham Thompson, Luke Dello would support this, and um, you know, looking at, I don't know, what do you think, listeners? Shall I sponsor this? great radio station so it keeps on going for years and years and years yeah that's right I look forward every to the, uh, night. yeah every single night except Sunday because I'm at Chapel it's going from 9 to about 10.30 everybody live mm. here on the Talk Back with Thanos Sophia Facebook page, Twitch page, or YouTube page and also my personal page um, we've got to find a winner uh, $5 per text I sponsor for Barton Thompson Ponsby Real Estate. Oh, wow. How many texts have we had? Is that over the week? No, from now. Okay. <laughs> Guys, hang on, hang on. We can make a good run out of this. Guys, he's going to uh, sponsor us $5. From the start of the night. From the start of the night. From the start of the night. Come whatever. On. Can everybody just comment? Everybody just pick up your device now and comment as much as you can uh, because, yeah, this, this could mean that we can pay uh, <laughs> stuff. We can keep the lights on here, guys. We want to pass ZB and National Radio, right? Don't we? Don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. There's someone who watched the Paralympics. Yeah, Michelle says, Luke, I absolutely loved it. Okay. Yes, thank you, Ben. And you yeah, can comment as many times as you like. 
Same person, doesn't matter, it's still a text. Fantastic. Look at this, they're coming in through now. Duke Lello. That's, That's a great yeah. name. Duke Remember the old George FM days? Oh, mate. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But it wasn't wasn't Chapel Bar, while you're there, wasn't Chapel Bar and George just like made made for each other? We were at the right place at the right time, weren't we? The, the combination we have um, we're peas in a pod, beautiful people yeah. working at FM, coming down to the chapel, complimentary drinks, complimentary lunches, and hey, look, things worked. And that's the way business is these days. Is you've got to, if I can give any advice to any use, new business owner, walk with the giants and give to the giants. You will make money. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We're well, making money right now. <laughs> Do you great. see what's happening? Yeah. Uh, big thanks to Luke Dello, Barfoot and Thompson. Remember. <laughs> Keep it going, guys. We've got a few more minutes here. Yes, Adam, thank you. Quickly, uh, Luke, how is um, how is the real estate market going? We don't bore us. Uh, what's going on? Okay, I'll give you the true facts in about twenty seconds. Look, guys, interest rates are going up to about four point five percent. You need to get into your real estate market right now. And lock your loans in. If you cannot afford it, grab borrow money because you'll make money in five to ten years. Um, first home buyers do not look for just standalone hire houses. Buy uh, townhouses that are connected. Uh, you'll make Why? money. Oh, just because it's a little bit cheaper to buy into. Just get okay. your, just get your foot into the real estate. Get your foot into. Do not buy it. My personal opinion: do not buy apartments. Buy townhouses. And what What is the best suburb in Auckland to buy your first time? Uh, uh, hey, look. All suburbs in Auckland are good to buy in Auckland. Um, just make it happen. Just just honestly, just chip in, put up with those lattes. Honestly, it's not a latte. It's a fucking more than latte. It's it's, it's a, put up with $20,000 in future spending. But when you give up that, you'll make money. Just, guys, just get into real estate. Please give me a call. 027-291-0476. I'll give you some good advice on buying real estate. Buy dirt, buy dirt, buy dirt. Give me a call. I'll help you. I'll, I'm not an agent there. I want to see if he picks up his phone. He's gone. Yeah, well, that's you. Ring me for things. Did we cut out there? I just want to see if he picks up his phone. Oh. <laughs> it's for real estate advice. No, but <laughs> oh, hang up, forget about it. Okay, so look at the messages. All the listeners out there, I will help you in finding a good real estate proposition. I'm not a bullshitter. I'm a realist. I've done it before. We've got a question there about housing. Yeah. All that, Jody's. Yeah. Quick question if you own a house and rent it out and buy a new property, what taxes do you get stung with? Oh, yeah, you do. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's stung with taxes there. Uh, I think it was Jody. I think it's Jody. You will get stung with taxes. But, Jody, let's have a little chat and I'll sort that out with you. Mm. He's got a he's got a way around it, does he? He's got some ideas. Yes, I do. 
I like uh, it. Okay. But hey, hey, Luke, should we want to tap all of our um, – should we count all of our comments then? Okay, yeah, I'll do that now. Here we go, Luke. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100 – that's the first 100 down. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100. It's the second. It's the, yeah. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. Look, I, look, I could – oh, boy, there's a lot of ticks. So we'll cut you a deal. We'll cut you a deal. Go 250 and let's go 500 bucks. A show. Excellent. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Luke Dello, Barfoot and Thompson Real Estate. We love you. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, guys, um, I think we've ended the show on a high. We've come off the – we've had a big advertorial there with Luke Dello, but, look, he's deserved. He's thrown $500 in to make sure this and show – And David Seymour. Yeah, and David Seymour would like to thank him and everybody else who's made contact. Um, the other thing is we're back tomorrow night. Uh, from nine o'clock. Uh, so do jump on as well. Uh, again, we'll give away the pies. We'll bring back that champagne and we'll finally, we'll find someone and private message you with uh, the $25 vouchers to Midnight Gardener. And that's from Ponsby Road. So yeah, I want to thank uh, Luke. Thank you very much, mate. All the be- oh, Join us tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'll, try right. to, I'll, I'll put it in the Not like you're going to go anywhere, are you? All right, catch you later, mate. I'm getting rid of him. I'm bringing back for the last time tonight uh, time check 20 11, our fact checker on a Friday. What do you got, mate? Okay, we, we, we got a lot of info out of that last one there. But what we derived from it effectively is people. Uh, looking and, and uh, kind of getting hyped and trying to figure out how uh, we're going to do events in the COVID future. And what we've got here is we have got a, a list. I think we've got about top 10 list here uh, of events from New Zealand history that we're going to be bringing back as soon as we get everybody vaccinated. How does that sound? It sounds great. Fantastic. It sounds okay. nice. So here we go. The 1986 TVNZ Telethon. Oh, yeah. Oh. I love a good telethon. I love a telethon. We should do a telethon. We just did, didn't we? we? we That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would. As, as soon Thanks as this is over, as everyone's... As soon as we've chipped everyone, uh, we're going to be bringing back the 1986 telethon. Okay, and um, uh, here we go. The 1989 uh, Krypton Factor Finals. Fantastic. Wow. What is great. that? Oh, it's an old TV uh, show. Is- you can Google it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's Googleable. It's Krypton Carol, YPTON. Uh, look it up. Um, there we go. We are steamrolling through history. Uh, the 1990 Commonwealth Games. Guess what? Fun fact for everybody, I was there at the opening ceremony and also I was working for TVNZ pulling cables for like $6 an hour. So, yeah, that brought back some memories. I'm glad you did that. This is the moment we are together. I mean, that this year was beautiful. Keep going. Okay. So, yep, that was uh, that was a superb moment. We were all there, and we, where we were also we were at, we were at the 1999 Christmas in the Park. 
Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Y2K. Oh, it just chokes you yeah. up. <laughs> you are choked up. Hey, and uh, that, was, that was a good old time. Can we um, – let's just move on, everybody. Uh, Adam brings up a very good point. We need an actual topic tomorrow. We mm. need something to aim for. So uh, let's think on it. We will come prepared tomorrow, 9 o'clock. We will steer you into a topic. Okay. I also have to say, I just, I have to agree. Wheel of Fortune was amazing. Yeah. yeah I awesome. thoroughly Absolutely. enjoyed that. And I'm thoroughly uh, enjoying I, this, I this uh, interaction as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Everybody, Absolutely. Benny, fact checker. Thank you, mate. I'm just going to quickly race through these last events just to get them out of the gate. Okay, we've got, of course, the America's Cup Parade, you know, 1995. Uh, The 2007 Round the Bays, everyone loved that. I had a hernia uh, 15 yards from the start line. They dragged me over there, (laughs) over the line. Uh, The 2003 Auckland Christmas Parade, I was there dressed as a pumpkin. What? <laughs> smile and wave, smile and wave. That's what they said to me at the pre-match. And, of course, the street riots. I was oh, there yeah. at the street riots, the Springboks. I was wearing a baseball helmet, raging in the streets. Good night, everybody. That's enough Good for me. Night. And that's a fact. Jack. Oh, I love it. I love that guy. He's so fantastic. He's our fact checker. Um, he's great. Night. Um, we're watching uh, our TV show on Neon tonight. What is this after this? What are we on? Oh, no, it's not on Neon. It's on Amazon Prime. And it was Amazon. the one we were supposed to watch last night, but we were busy and then got talking. Uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. It's saucy, uh, but it's well worth it. It's, it's druggy, but it's uh, well worth it. Thanks, everyone. Back tomorrow um, evening from 9 p.m. Have a lovely evening, a good sleep, and Thank hopefully Daryl will sober up. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow.